you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got... Matt Michaels and Simon Street with us on this podcast. We don't have Sin City because he is at the Forbidden Door. Although you're, if you're downloading this and you uh, downloaded this for Tuesday, I'm sure he's back by now. Okay, because we record this on Sundays. But uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, he's at the show. And by the way, um, I don't know if you guys ever check out our YouTube page. But if you ever get a chance, go check it out, Vegas Bad Boys. We got not only all of the videos that we have here, but when we go to these shows, we like to record a lot of the different uh, segments of the show. Maybe things you may don't get a chance to see when you're watching. Go check out some of those videos. They're pretty cool to see. And uh, we have a lot on there. So go subscribe, and we appreciate that. All right. Welcome to 3 Count. We got three good topics for you that we're here to discuss we want to know what you think about it as well. If you're watching us live, make sure you put your comments in and we'll put it in as we see fit. Okay, we're always available on YouTube, um, uh, Facebook Live, and on Twitch. So if you're on any one of those platforms, just hit the subscribe button or follow us and you'll be able to, uh, you know, hang out with us. We definitely appreciate that. All right, so with that, let's get right into our uh, our three count. Let's do it. It's time. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right, here's our first one. One. And this one is titled Stephanie McMahon addresses investigation into her father's during WWE HQ meeting. And that's from WrestlingHeadlines.com. All right. Let's get to it. It says that the interim WWE CEO and chairwoman Stephanie McMahon reportedly addressed the current board of directors investigation into the alleged misconduct by Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis during a, quote, all hands on deck, end quote, company meeting held at WWE HQ on Thursday. Now, McMahon directly addressed the investigation, according to PW Insider, noting that everyone is aware of the investigation and that her father has, quote, stepped back, end quote, from his corporate duties. She added that she loves her father and she loves WWE and would be doing everything she can for the company in the days ahead. Now, as of this past week, Stephanie has been actively involved in meetings that Vince would have usually participated in. Vince is still keeping with his creative responsibilities, but he has voluntarily stepped away from his chairman and CEO duties while the board investigates. Now, as we noted, it was revealed on Wednesday, June 15th, that WWE's board of directors have been get, been investigating Vince over a, quote, secret $3 million settlement, end quote, he made to a former WWE paralegal that was hired in 2019. Now, Laurinaitis is also being investigated for his involvement, and the board is looking into other instances with former female employees as well. Now, it was, it was then announced on Friday, June 17th, that Stephanie returned from her leave of absence to act as the interim CEO and interim chairwoman after Vince voluntarily stepped away from his chairman and CEO corporate duties while still continuing his creative responsibilities. Now, it was then revealed on Monday, June 20th, that the WWE Senior Vice President and Raw SmackDown Executive Producer Bruce Pritchard is also now working as the Interim Senior Vice President of Talent Relations, filling in for Laurinaitis during the investigation. All right. This was your story, Mr. Simon Street. What is your take from, uh, from this well, I think it's uh, there's a couple of things that's kind of telling, telling. Number one, that <clears throat> obviously 
what's being investigated, there's definitely way more than that. And I think we kind of surmised some of that in the beginning. But I think most ordinarily, most companies choose to uh, have a certain amount of transparency. And to me, sometimes the more transparency a company is, especially if there's a scandal that's being investigated, um, usually means that they're trying to get ahead of it. And I'm seeing now that like with obviously the updates, Stephanie being, you know, chair, chairwoman and CEO and reiterating her father stepping away. I found that to be very interesting, stepping away from his corporate duties. Right. We obviously saw him on TV. So I believe that the investigation is going to is a lot. It's not as easily cut and dry as we may think it to be. There's a couple of things that uh, I we if you don't know, have you know now. The biggest thing that they're looking at is, is here's the facts. Number one, that that three million settlement, that was from Vince McMahon's own personal money. That wasn't from company money, first and foremost. Um, secondly, some of the things that they are going to be looking into is this paralegal back in 2019 had 100,000 salary and then was raised another 100,000 salary, um, which was interesting that they have to look into. And then you have to look at uh, what was then the uh, Laurinaitis um, uh, head of talent relations. That one's more of the one that it, I know this article didn't talk about it, but it's kind of interesting because me personally, when I've heard about this the first part, I hope that the truth comes out, whatever that case may be. All right. Because there's a lot of huge accusations, right? It's not just the one paralegal, especially in the case of Laurinaitis, because for most people who don't know, Laurinaitis is married to the Bella's uh, mother. And during that time period was when she had brain cancer. She was in the hospital. You know, so I'm hoping that whatever the truth is, because these are some very big accusations, especially when dealing with, um, you know, from what some reports are showing, 2019, around that time, essentially, Vince McMahon had, had an affair and then almost they make it seem like she was passed off to Laurenitis. I hope that's not the case. WWE is making a lot of gestures here like it's going to be a long haul type of case. and We're not going to see Vince McMahon. For, for sure, 100% the rest of the year. We're not going to see him the rest of the year. We may see him on TV, but we're not going to see him in the capacity he's used to. Um, the biggest question that I have, is Stephanie McMahon going to be the permanent uh, uh, CEO chair or CEO and chairwoman? Because, you know, uh, there's not that they would have made Nick Khan, they have given that position, but there's a reason why they didn't give him that position. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know if we have the details on it. I don't have the details on it. I couldn't find nothing, but I found that to be pretty distinctive. So it's just very interesting. I know we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, so I kind of want to bring this and see what you guys' take was on it because uh, it's not looking good for Mr. McMahon. And I, from what we saw on Monday Night Raw last time it was on TV, uh, he looks stressed. Let me ask you this. If it just comes out to be that, <clears throat> that it was an affair – that it was, and, and yes, he ended up just using his money. Um, if that was just where it started in it, is 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 there anything there then? If that was it, do we get back to uh, our regular business? Does he take his role back and let's continue? I, I want to say yes, it could be the case, but I think the cat's kind of out of the bag because of some of these other accusations, uh, as the article did say, there's countless other accusations mm -hmm. that, that they're investigating into. And as, as we stated, even before this came out, WWE is transitioning their company for a new direction and you don't want any type of bad press. So he may escape possibly. And again, if it's been substantiated, this is only just an affair, as you stated. But there's a whole bunch of other cases of other women. And it, I only look at other cases we've seen. Mm -hmm. Some that have been proven to be substantiated, such as Bill Cosby. Others to be uh, unsubstantiated with other people. We just, I think, before COVID, or right when COVID started, we had the Me Too movement. So there's a lot of stuff kind of going on that if you're a company that's transitioning, I would say just looking from a broader scope, that's not where the direction you want to go into. So I feel like WWE yeah. may not give him his those seats back. They may say, hey, for the betterment of the company moving forward, we might want to do something different. You may not be that the head of it. Um, Matt Michaels, I mean, as, in terms of Stephanie McMahon being the person who's right now the interim um, 
uh, chairwoman of the uh, of the company right now. I mean, there's not that's not too much of a shock. It would most likely be someone from the McMahon family. W- would you would you think that or or you know would you think it would be someone else? No shock there, right? No, no, no. In fact, I think that uh, we might have just had our question answered about why Stephanie took the personal time. Mm. Is that? They already knew that this was going to basically be put into motion Um, because the question really comes down to this is the fascinating thing is it wasn't like the story was necessarily leaked by anyone. It almost seems like they put the story out there. (laughs) So um, I think that, yeah, I think that. I think that no matter what, when Vince was going to uh, step down or die, that she was going to step into that position. Right. So um, even if the company was sold, she would still be retained as the, you know, it's like Kathleen Kennedy in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. She would still have been the head of the the actual company, the business operations of the company. You just go under the banner of whatever company you're sold to. Um, Some interesting things. A, uh, so there is not right now. The the question is, is the allegations a sexual assault? Because if it's not, then there's nothing really there. Right. Yeah. And and as far as we know, unless I'm wrong, because I haven't been keeping up, the, this this woman has not actually come out and said there was sexual assault, right? I mean, she hasn't said anything, right? It's just been quiet on her end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There hasn't uh-huh. been any any comments from her. Right. Um, and the the other thing, too, is we're talking about uh, a $3 million payoff, um, but also is she the same person who had the salary increase from a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. That is uh, correct. So, yeah. So yeah. Yes. So in, in all honesty, if it was uh, if it was the company's money um, for the salary increase, that's what they're investigating. Did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's what they're worried about. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter though. I mean, because that's a salaried employee. So. If, I mean, if they wanted to give her five million dollars a year, if she is worthy enough of it, right? It's the company. You know, how are you going to go against what is you know what Vince feels people should get paid? Uh, the three million dollars is the big one, though. If that was used company payoff wise, um, because that essentially is your um, your hush money, uh, you know. Um, not to go public with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Johnny Ace, if he cheated on the Bella's mom, whatever, that's, you know, it, it, who cares, right? Why should you be fired for that? Right. Now, if you were part of a cover-up on the money, then, yeah, you got to go. Yeah. So that's more – this. The moral issue is really who fucking cares? Because Vince and Linda have been technically separated. They haven't lived in the same house since 2016 when she moved to D.C. for yeah. for her job. Mm-hmm. So they're not together. Um, so and and by the way, we also know from Vince himself and Linda that Vince fucked around in the 80s oh, and yeah. early 90s. So. And the guy did a lot of cocaine and the guy, you know, he's not a saint. It's fucking Vince McMahon. But the question is, I have a question though. Yeah. I mean, do you guys think it's a good um, PR move for, for him now to be making uh, appearances uh, on his show? I mean, I mean, despite, even if there's nothing there, should he still be kind of coming out saying, Hey everybody, I know I'm investigated, but I'm here. I mean, or or should he be taking a, a back seat for right now? Well, I think. Uh, well, I was going to say. I, I think for me personally, I have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with. It, but again, I think the biggest reason why I wonder what is this about is more because again, the transition of the company they were trying to go 
They're trying to get in front of this. Almost everything is about trying to get in front of it. It ain't about dealing with it because it's it's here. It's more of like we were trying to get in front of it before it gets out. Because, again, I, I use the Bill Cosby situation and other situations like that to where when one person comes forward. Yeah, that person may not say nothing. Then you're going to have a woodwork of tons of people coming out. Do you see what I'm saying? And, and I but think that's something that you have to deal but with. It, but, but the question is, are those sexual assaults? Well, we don't know until they disclose right. or come out. They just can only assume right. that how, there's going to be an about, onslaught of that shit. How, how about thinking of it in the other way? And that is Vince McMahon. Uh, listen, they know they're not going to get him to step down. Yeah, he right? was going to have to die before. Right. Fucking, <laughs> let's be so, real. <laughs> so if there is, you know, this investigation and this, uh, this is one way for them to have like, hey, you know what? It's a good time to transition out, Vince. And Vince probably was the one who said, you know what? I'm going to step aside. Stephanie's going to take over, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, uh, the question about him appearing is, yes, he needs to do that. Why? Because in this day and age, in this culture, you have to just act like nothing ever happened and that, hey, whatever she says, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. You know, we learned it from the best. Who do you think is in the Hall of Fame with with Vince's company, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Unfortunately. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's yeah. like those guys are, are typically the same guys, except yeah. Vince's power is all in his company. Right. And there's really nothing else other than they're a publicly traded company. So, again, it comes down to if the money is the, the issue, that's a big thing. But him going on camera, he better be going on camera. because And on top of that, he's going on camera and he's not doing anything other than... He, yeah, he's not even talking about it. He's just talking <laughs> about bullshit. Well, no, he defiantly on SmackDown, he defiantly said, you know, then, now, forever, and always. Right. You know, basically, you're never getting rid of me. Right. And then, you know, hey, on Monday, we're celebrating John Cena. Music hits, he's off. You know, it's uh, it's almost like, honestly, here's the weird thing about it, too. Um, from the recent years, it seems like he's had unreported health condition problems. Um, I yeah, wonder- like a sleep. Well, I wonder if he is starting to show signs of uh, dementia or Alzheimer's. Possibly. Um, so it's because it's easy to parade out the dog and pony show when all he has to do is say one thing. <laughs> and right. then he gets to leave. And it's interesting because you yeah. did say it seems as if like, hey, this is the best way to have him transition out. You, you make a good point, man. I mean, it, it, it might be. He knows he's going to have to do, he knows it's going to happen. You know, he basically wet the bed and unfortunately you wish you didn't Uh-oh, do it boy. now, but unfortunately, <laughs> let's be, be real. Unfortunately, you wish you didn't, it didn't happen now. It happened close to your death, but hey, we're not all lucky okay, to have that. So, so if there is a P-tape out there, we definitely <laughs> oh want to see it. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> oh God. I could just see it now. <laughs> we're in like sports skeeta. Oh God. All right, yeah. let's get over into our second count. And this one is titled Every WWE and AEW Star Who Caught Who Caught the 2022 Injury Bug. <laughs> and that's from comicbook.com. So um first it just kind of reads just like this that both WWE and AEW rosters have been hitting by bitten, I'm sorry, by the injury bug in recent months. And thanks to injuries from the likes of CM Punk, Cody Rose, Randy Orton, and Brian Danielson, both companies have needed to drop major plans for their pay-per-views, turning the summer of 2022 into something quite different than originally planned. Below is the full list of every major injury wrestlers have suffered in both companies since the start of the year. All right, um, I'll just kind of run down most of what we already know. We have Cody Rhodes. We have Big E. Uh, we have Io Shirai, which I noticed I hadn't seen her, but I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that was the reason. Uh, Nikita Lyons. 
Uh, Shelton mm-hmm. Benjamin, again, I didn't yeah. know he was injured. I, I just thought maybe he was one of the ones put on the shelf. Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, and then we have Anthony Bowens. And, of course, he's from um, the from the Acclaim. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's huge. Uh, Darius Martin. I mean, he was he's growing uh, popularity, and and uh, I didn't know. And it, and it actually said it was revealed last. It was revealed revealed a month later that he had been in a car accident. I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. I mean, man. Yeah. Um, Layla Hirsch, uh, Adam Cole, and CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Rhea Ripley. I mean, my lord, Buddy Matthews, Queen Zelina. Rick Boogs, Matt Hardy, uh, Lee Johnson. Uh, that was it. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you, I mean, that right More there. More to come. That, <laughs> uh, that's like a whole company right there. I could start my own uh, wrestling promotion with those names. Okay, guys, what do you what do you think about this? I mean, um, this is definitely a lot more than we've seen in past years and again it's happening from both companies these are top stars it really does seem like it's some bug of some sort that is happening um what's your take michaels this was yours well i think it, it, you know it's a very interesting point when you start seeing everything into one long list right because i think it's so easy to kind of forget. and by the way they only talked about wwe and AEW. yeah they didn't talk about so, yeah, like you can you could probably find you know a handful in impact and yeah. you know um, around the country um, you know some others uh, Zoe Stark uh, even though I don't mm, think she's she, still out yeah I don't think she was technically injured in 2022 maybe it was 2021 the end of 21 or beginning of 22 so um, and is Samoa Joe is he hurt or is it a shoot is it a storyline he ain't never been 100 percent let's be real. Well, yeah, for the last like ten years. Too, yeah, so. so I mean, he's always been hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I, you know, I guess what we kind of have to look at is a couple different things. One, um, you, you look at the two companies a little differently. Um, in the WWE, they had already been doing more uh, house shows. Uh, AEW isn't really doing a house show schedule. Yeah. Um, so that opens up to, to more potential injuries. Um, in the case of someone like uh, Boogs, I mean, that was just, that was an, a non-preventative injury. His, his quad or whatever it was just gave out, you know, so you can't protect that stuff. So some of that is going to happen. Um but like even guys like you know Cody wrestling through that at what point do you go okay so we take Cody off the the you know the list now Randy Orton's going to be top fate oh Randy gets hurt now like what do you have on raw in terms of let's say Riddle goes down so if Riddle goes oh, down right. you know what i say like you start looking at the dominoes and going oh damn and in some ways, is that a good thing in terms of them having unified the tag titles and the heavyweight championship so they don't have potentially all these belts where people are having to give up belts? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are, are they realistically just seeing with this? It, we're coming off of a time period where there was absolutely no real traveling you know going out across the country it was just you know if you didn't live in orlando you just had to get to orlando in the back to your house yeah and that was a long period of time so maybe that you know having traveling uh you know comes into it i think AEW it's a little different in the sense that um you look at what they do it's a little more reckless <laughs> yeah you know the style of wrestling so um and, and it's kind of surprising that no one has been paralyzed yet. Um, so knock on wood, you know, things things are okay. Um, but you're also taking, you know, so your biggest money investments in Punk and Danielson, which should have been your biggest features on the Forbidden Door card, 
they couldn't wrestle that. So we're probably going to see Forbidden Door 2, which at that point isn't still Forbidden Door. <laughs> you know, it, I think it, it almost sounds like a sex tape if it's the second one. <laughs> Forbidden Door 2. <laughs> Rise to climax. <laughs> oh, I, was thinking, I was thinking the back door alley or something like that. The alley back Maybe door. they should call it the back door because, you know, people are coming back because they couldn't be in the Forbidden Door the first one. Man, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because it's it's New Japan involvement, there's going to be like two cups, <laughs> one, one dude, you know, tentacles. Really- some ra- yeah, all some, over some raunchy wrestling. yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean you know so um listen matt hardy you know has been kind of adamant that he's quote-unquote not hurt but at the same time you look at him and it's like the dude is walking like vince mcmahon you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah he walks like he has a back like his back has been blown Legit. out for years Legit. he walks like Shawn michaels walked Remember when yeah. Shawn Michaels blew his back out? And even when he would do his iconic, he, his back was straight. He was yeah. like, Gumby had more bend in his back than they did. <laughs> is Gumby, is he New Japan? He might be. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me ask you, uh, move over to you, Simon Street. What's your take, man? I mean, this is a, this is a lot of guys here. Who are uh, who are out, and this has got to be a struggle, I would think, for both promotions, as they still have these uh, these big pay per views or events coming on. I think AEW is going into uh, what is it, Bloodsport? That's supposed to be next week, although I think it's mm-hmm. televised. And then, of course, we got um, Money in the Bank that's coming up this Saturday. So, what's your take when you see all these names out? Um, I see it in almost like a glass half, a glass half full type of perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Michaels was kind of kind of kind of going there a little in that direction. But I think it's a it's a good testing ground to see about. And I know y'all give shit to AEW all the time for not giving a lot of their other talents not a chance. This is the chance now. Step the fuck up. Because you may be yeah. put in that position. Like, like Cesaro. <laughs> well, I mean, look, let's be real. Okay. They was holding on to that probably for about five months. But outside of that, yes. There may be some opportunities for them to get out of the dark, AEW, and into the light with some dynamite and possibly cause some rampage. But my point is, is even with WWE, um, oh, see, y'all thought it was cute. I said it. Anyways, besides the point, with WWE, I think it's a type of situation where, you know, there are some people, and we all know this is how the business is. Sometimes someone's demise, them being injured, can be another person's opportunity. And we'll see what kind of comes of this. You know, I hope in the one person you said, Michaels, I hope because it will really damage a lot. I believe is going in the future. And that's where Riddle. If Riddle gets hurt, that's really going to fuck with a lot. You running out of faces. You running out of faces. You're going to have to like flip uh, a couple heels like they quarters in a football game to figure out how they're going to get them to be face. You know what we might see? And this would be just... You know, out of desperation, is bronze bronze going to get called up at some point if that's the case? Damn, yeah, that could make sense. I could see. I I, I could definitely. I could definitely see it because they already want to. They have their hand, their finger on the pulse, and right now would be a good time. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my. So Michael's kind of was really just on point with a lot of those things. I will say one thing before I close my portion out. I do think that in the last year, maybe year and a half, we saw a real strong resurgence of wrestling. Um, And I think that that motivated a lot of people to go hard, to go home. And I think that when you have that, you're like, look, I could get injured at any moment. And that's the nature of the business. So I think that they were kind of like, maybe not as like Kenny Omega, damn near being broken in half, but still managing six months to a year to still compete. In the ring, but I think you're seeing a lot of that. You know, um, the people that I do worry about is, uh, and I don't hear too much about it, maybe y'all guys have, is Randy Orton being hurt because it started off being kind of slight and now it's really looking like could be somewhat career ending, which frightens me because as a fan, I'm not ready for that. You see, I don't want to see anybody go out like that. And then if he does come back, is will, we, will he be still the same Randy Orton? And that's maybe a conversation for another time, maybe. I don't even think we mentioned Ray Ripley. 
Because really, yeah, she has a brain injury. No, she has a brain injury. Yeah. Yeah. And that's some scary shit. What does that do to, to, to Judgment Day? You know, them trying to figure that shit out. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Let's go right into our our three count. Three. Roman Reigns no longer scheduled for WWE Money in the Bank. And this is from uh, Wrestling Observer Figure Four Online. So it reads that the return to entering action for WWE Undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns will have to wait a bit longer as he's no longer scheduled for next month's money, or say next week's Money in the Bank. And Sports Illustrator Justin Barrazzo first reported the news Wednesday with Dave Meltzer, who confirmed it. It's unclear why he's no longer on the July 2nd pay-per-view from Las Vegas, but Barrazzo noted that, quote, plans change once Money in the Bank was moved from Allegiant Stadium to indoor MGM Grand Garden Arena, end quote. Now, in May, it was revealed that Rain signed a new deal that would see him work in a reduced schedule to include less live events. And Meltzer had reported that despite the new deal, he was scheduled to work this month's Hell in a Cell, July's Money in the Bank, July's SummerSlam, and September's Clash at the Castle. He then reported in mid in May, that Reigns was no longer scheduled for Hell in a Cell. So Meltzer has also reported in the past that the original plan for Reigns to wrestle Riddle, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre at Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and Clash, respectively. And Barrazzo said that that expected slate hasn't changed. And, um, yeah. So jump back over here guys it's uh i tell you this was very interesting because of course we do have money in the bank coming this weekend at the mgm grand arena i will be uh attending that show and i i'll be honest with you you've heard me many of times talk about the idea that a show with not having roman reigns in it uh you know will be somewhat disappointing uh to me but i do question i do question why move Roman Reigns who was scheduled to be off the card because what we have a smaller venue what sense does that make I mean I'm, I'm trying to figure that out I mean he was he was scheduled to be it wasn't like he was never scheduled to be that's one thing for that but he's scheduled to be there and then they just took him off the fuck I don't understand and um you, when you think about it, you put the Riddle match on SmackDown, which was a great match, but what, what, why not put that on your Money in the Bank match? Why, did, why couldn't the whole Big Brock come out? Why give that to Fox and not put that into your, your, your pay-per-view Peacock event? Oh, I think <laughs> the way you, you say Peacock, <laughs> Peacock <laughs> events. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused here, fellas, on this. And listen, I get it. It's got to be great to now to get the 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 Brock Lesnar deal where, you know. But, hell, even Brock Lesnar worked pay-per-views. He maybe didn't work any sh- the, the, the TV tapings, but he, at least he did that. Roman's like, I'm skipping mostly all of them unless it's the top four pay-per-views. Dude, what is going on? I mean, do you guys think that this is like, smart booking here because i don't see it i don't i don't get it i'm not saying i need to see roman weekly i I don't need to see him on tv every week i don't but in your pay-per-views i don't see why we don't why he's not guaranteed to be there what do you guys take on this am i just overreacting or do you see where i'm coming from so could it be possibly that we don't know what is actually going on? Um, it's a couple factors. One, um, we know Romans had leukemia, right? Right. That's a good point. So could it potentially be, not saying that that came back, but um, that idea of, uh, you know, they've dealt with all these injuries. We were just talking about that. Maybe it's a way of protecting him for the bigger events. Uh, you know, the, the big four, uh, essentially putting him in bubble wrap 
um, you know, and, and keeping hands off of him. Um, and on top of it, he's at SummerSlam, it's going to be a last man standing match. So, and by the way, do you do any of you believe now that after this, uh, the third time that they have fought where Brock has lost twice, that Brock's going to take another L this time? Because I don't uh, see well, that happening. Yeah, most likely he's going to. This is going to be the end of the right the and ring. and that and and that to me doesn't even make sense because why why now are we not then looking to elevate? Maybe it's Riddle's time. Maybe it's his time to get to that next level. I think the person who needs to take the belt off of Roman that right there is going to elevate. It's not going to elevate Brock. It's not going to elevate him. It's going to be like, whatever. It's Most people are going to be, of course, AEW fans are going to be like, oh, shit, here we go again, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody else is going to be like, oh, you know, it's going to be great, but we've seen it. Nevertheless, why not and now get Riddle to that next level so he can get to that point of getting, starting to get to that possibly Roman Cena level? I don't, I'll be honest with you, I never saw that in Riddle at the beginning. But right now, this guy is on fire. And I don't see why you don't look at building that in terms of them having another Brock match. Am I crazy? Or am I thinking on this one? Well, when you bring Brock over, uh, it ain't going to be for no uh, fucking milk and cookies. You bring Brock over, you got to have some big shit. You big ass steak for him. You see what I'm saying? I mean, like, like, let's be real. Let's look at the history of Brock Lesnar. Well, I get that, Brock but why Lesnar does Brock need to? Big deal. But why it's does Brock need deal. to be here? Period is what I'm is what I'm stating. Well, I, well they I probably called him. Well, I know that. No, but, <laughs> but Simon just hit on something that's interesting. Could could it possibly be? Do we know? It, there could be a movie coming up. Well, are you talking about for Reigns? For Reigns. Oh. Fuck yeah, that's been that's the shit I talked about a while ago. Reigns is is groomed, prepped, and ready for his Hollywood debut. I ain't got the facts to substantiate, but I will tell you right now, his that's the only thing out of this whole goddamn article that makes sense in my Listen, mind. Listen, I Roman I, Reigns for the next level. I talked to a guy this weekend, and he clearly told me, "Look, dog, I hate to tell you this, but Reigns is on his way out to do big shit." All right, and as much as I didn't necessarily want to care to hear that, and although I do probably have to take in what he says is probably being true, all I'm saying is, and if that is the case, how are you, if you're WWE going forward, how do you look at that and go, oh, shit, this guy is about to take off and leave. Let's fucking call Brock to do this match. Instead of saying, let's now take one of our guys who's, where we need to get him to be, we need that next guy. Why would we not use somebody, again, like a Riddle, which would be so over? And it's not as if Riddle can't handle that role. Can I ask you this? Mm. Can, I, can I throw you back a question? Sure. That is almost along kind of these lines. AEW tonight put the belt on Moxley. Mm-hmm. They could have put it on Wardlow. Right. So I, I like your thought train. And I think that it, it, it isn't just one company. It's, it's all companies, right? At what point do you go forward with your next person? And that's a great question. I think that honestly, they're, um, they're nervous about the returns when you don't have the established huge name box office attraction coming in. Yep. But how do you build the next box office attraction when you're constantly putting someone, let's say Riddle, okay, he wrestled Roman Reigns on free TV, albeit Fox, and he lost. So that brings him down a notch. And then he can't even fight again for that title with Roman. The fuck? Right. How would you put yourself but, in that situation? But come on now. But come on now. We, we, we've heard that bullshit many times which sometimes tells me foreshadowing that you know that's just setting up in the grand scheme of things roman's gonna well, drop well, the belts and then riddle you're gonna fit him in we we know we know that eventually see and that's the other thing eventually but all these injuries kind of fucked everything up 
Eventually, yeah. Cody Rhodes, we know it looks like he has to achieve that, right? <clears throat> um, so even, even with that thought, let's say Cody Rhodes is going to be able to come back at the Rumble so he'd win it at Mania. So in the past, I think back to when Austin was out and they put the belt on the big show. And it was one of the most lackluster title reigns, his first title reign as heavyweight champion. Yeah. And it it just it was a it was bad. You know, they he lost a lot of things. So maybe they're afraid of that. Uh maybe it's Fox calling the shots. Mm. Actually, it probably is Fox calling the shots. Yeah. I thought about it. Because if Roman does have to go away or he does have days off then you'd probably want Brock on your show as your champion. Um, and, but also, you you know what? It would be kind of cool because didn't Riddle call out Lesnar at one point? Yeah, he, yeah, did. he, did. he yeah. did. It was the hugest big thing. They were. They, he, he said he wanted him, and Lesnar's like, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? That shit was, what, two years ago? I remember that shit. Yeah, and some of that might have been a little real life. Yeah, that would be cool. see, could, could Riddle take the belt off a of Lesnar? That would be awesome. You know now, what? Real and, and, you and, see, and, and, my, and 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 although that probably would be, I'm the just the fact that the and I, 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 I try to believe that WWE do plan long run and you know plan for the the, the long game. And of course, if when things happen, they have to change it up. But I'm not too sure that. As they're thinking about giving Brock the belt, that they're thinking down the line of saying, "Well, this will be a great match for Riddle to take the belt off of him." I'm just—I don't think they're yeah. that far. Can I be real? And I can Can I be real? I just think this. All I'm saying is, and I'll be quiet because I don't want to keep the show. I'm just thinking this could be a missed opportunity. Because if right now people are just kind of going, oh, here we go again, yawn, whatever. And, it, and it'll probably be a fucking great match. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm probably going to be up there like, damn, shit, oh, fuck. Look, you know, I probably will have that moment. At the same time, going into it, I'm just like, okay, I just think this is not smart booking. Who am I, though? I mean, I'm doing the, I'm doing that fan shit, and I'll just leave No, it. no, no, no. no. Yeah. Don't be ashamed of that shit. It's okay to have imagination. <laughs> shit. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory was built off imagination. Right, but let right. me let let me entertain your thoughts, Mr. Impact. All right. What I will say is this. What could be interesting, and I will uh, throw this if maybe somebody's listening, and if Michaels doesn't shoot it down, it might actually be brilliant for once. First and foremost, Putting a belt, no, not good. You didn't even let me finish, <laughs> goddammit. Anyways, putting a belt on Brock Lesnar is the safest thing you can do in the times of uncertainty, as long as you pay that man. Because you know it works, right? Whether he's on every night or not, you know even on a pay per view coming through, people gonna come. Let's be real, okay? So let's put that to the side. One thing that could be cool. Let's just say if, if if right now it's a good time to push that fucking bun, uh, put a rocket on Riddle, right? He would need to really have an outstanding match with somebody that may not be Brock Lesnar level. So that way, let's just say something happens and it's him and Brock. People already like, let's fucking go through this motherfucking take him. I say, as a, as throwing a bone. Build up Bobby Lashley huge on Raw. Have Riddle some kind of way, figure it out. Have him go up. Because really, that's the only person I can think of on Raw right now who ain't injured that you could really build up. You couldn't do it against Almost. Almost is too fucking green. Do you see what I'm saying? And that would work. But if you had somebody who's still very athletic, very big, such as Bobby Lashley, and you could do this going up to uh, SummerSlam, right? And if I'm not mistaken... Well, Riddle's not going to be in the money in the bank, right? He's not in the money in the bank as a qualifier. What? No? Yeah? Uh, no, Riddle, as of now, Riddle he is. Yeah, but is there two Riddle, spots? It's two spots left, but he's as of right now, he's not. He lost his right. match against Omaz this past week, Omaz. which took yeah. him out. Yeah. Oh, it was a qualifier. That's right. That's yeah. right. But hey, people hurt. You could go with that storyline and they have well, another probably, qualifier. Let's face it, too. It's Monday on Monday, which is two days ago. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just thought yeah. about that. Uh, you can't change it around. 
So I guess I guess the the uh, you know I would assume that you know it's going to be one of those things where Adam Pierce you know puts him into the ladder match or another qualifier or something. Yeah. Because um, we're also seeing something very interesting, and that is, boy, Adam Pierce is getting a lot of shit from higher ups. Right. So are we about to see something, you know, bigger come down or be revealed uh, in the end? Um, the real interesting thing, A, it sucks for you that you aren't able to see um, Roman at this event. Uh, I would, however, encourage you to be happy that you get to see Sami Zayn represent. Yeah, the, the island of relevancy. <laughs> so. Knock on wood, we get to see Sammy take that that uh, cash in the case there, that money in the bank. Um, well, I will tell you this: I I I will say that if if WWE is if there is one thing that they are definitely testing out right now, because if things were just going bad in terms of ratings and people not coming to shows and they were just going all the hell, Roman ass would be working. But from what they can see, without Roman, the shows are still looking good. SmackDown this past week was a really good show. You you know you almost would have not known that your champion would not have been on it. So it, it's it's a hats off to them that they're still able to do that. And I don't know what AEW is doing. I don't know if 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 not having CM Punk and Daniel is is showing at their shows, but. You know, SmackDown has just been really great, and that's that's a good testament to them. And now they, I guess they can kind of say, well, we could kind of float by <laughs> right now not having our top guy because if things go to shit, you know Roman's going to be working every week, you know? So, and I, it's it, you know, the other interesting thing, you brought up uh, Bobby Lashley's name, Simon, and um, the other name is Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Very interesting how those two – um, haven't gotten another chance to be elevated. Like we we went as far to combine the championships right. as to not put one on one of them. Um, and that's so, a good and, question. Yeah. And and I was wondering as we were saying this, I was wondering even if Roman is going to go to the castle to fight Drew, um, because you know, in all honesty. Um, there's, you know, if, if the belt is off Roman, then maybe Drew McIntyre beats Brock Lesnar at the, the cast. Yeah. And before. because it'd be, it'd be, you know, overseas in his home. Uh, I don't know what are, what do they live on? Like fjords or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or the Scottish guys. You know, it's interesting you say that though, because I will say on SmackDown, uh, ordinarily, I sometimes will hit the snooze alarm on Drew McIntyre, but he seemed pretty, pretty believable. I mean, he, he was basically up front saying what the fuck, what the fuck he wanted to do. So I think that's a good thing. I've never had a problem with <clears throat> Drew. Like I never had a problem with Bobby. And right now, what's what's so crazy is look how look how they have built Bobby Lashley up. I mean, this intro he has is just. The lighting, the sound, him on the pedestal. He already looks like a fucking champion. That's the crazy part about it. Mm-hmm. And now he's going against, you know, for a United States champion, which he most likely will fucking lose. And it's like, why are you not building Bobby up again? Don't be so that- surprised. Hey, look, look, don't. I, I'm I sorry mean, to cut you off. I don't know, don't be I, surprised I, if you don't win that. Well, I'm because just, he doesn't really need it, but Theory needs something because since having United States title, I'm saying that Theory, I feel like Theory doesn't really need the title, but WWE sure as fuck needs the title to be on Theory. It just doesn't well, seem no, to be working. I, I think Bobby takes the title from him because Theory can't have the United States belt when he's going to be the world champion. And that could be a thing, too, which would he be... He's going to be and, world and, champion and, as of now. What the fuck? Hey, hey, Dude. Michaels. Michaels, real talk, real talk. WWE got this. Because this ain't the worst fucking uh, clusterfuck <sighs> in entertainment. The worst clusterfuck in entertainment is what uh, Warner Brothers going to have to do with Ezra Miller and The Flash coming out. That's some weird-ass shit. I won't go into that detail. <laughs> they're going to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. Oh, God. Oh. I thought you were going to say Warner Brothers has to figure out what they're doing with AEW, but... <laughs> 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 no. 
Oh God! All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out. We definitely appreciate you um, listening, uh, downloading, or if you on our live cast, we we definitely appreciate it. And thank you so much. And uh, my final word for just say, just um, you know, try to stay as uplifting as you can during these crazy times out here. I know there's so much going on in the world, but you know, only we can try our best to find some sort of uh happiness and positively positivity and um let's just do that and try to move forward it's tough i know but um but we have no other choice other than that we're gonna go mad we're gonna go crazy um so uh, just stay safe out there uh simon street man what's your final word you want to tell folks uh kind of along that same sentiment you know uh i think that right now there's a lot of uncertainty a lot of change a lot of uh things that haven't been transparent a lot of people are getting fluctuation of information that they either don't have enough information on can't comprehend it or just don't care the only thing that i ask is that always realize that if you feel an emotional uh upheaval and you want to do something always remember that a surefire bet plan never outbeats a multitude of versatility and options. So always keep a lookout for the many doors that open all the time because when one closes, guaranteed at least five to ten open up. You just got to keep your eye open. No doubt. And Matt Michaels. Well, first, Simon, if you're at your house and you close the door, hey, man, I live in a brothel, goddammit. There's lots of doors where I'm at. Second, second off, uh, you know, uh, very uh, uh, sad uh, passings of uh, Dave Hebner and Tim White. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, again, uh, they come in threes. So, if you're a referee, uh, <laughs> watch the out. Players last match? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, don't. Yeah, don't put that on Ric Flair. Right. Uh, He'll survive. He survived everything else. <laughs> and, um of course, uh, since since the Steve is not here, uh, 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 a thank you <laughs> to all the men and women at Rep Sports. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> we thank you for your products. And uh, oh, uh, if uh, you want to join the United States military, uh, use the code word uh, Vegas Bad Boys, <laughs> and uh, you can get in. Uh, with a little like that, you don't even need an IG ID or anything. No, no background. <laughs> Just Vegas bo- bad boys at usmilitary.com. <laughs> I think that's. Oh, I can't wait till next. Well, yeah, I can't. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't wait till next Sunday to see what the fuck happens with that. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs>